Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Guys, welcome to this week's Teddy Teapot. I am so excited to have Tori Spelling and Whitney Carson joining me. We're going to talk about all the things that, you know, that we've given up since being a mom or maybe things that we've added or not, but really it's just going to be a super fun episode. I'm so excited to talk with them. You guys also have to tune in to Tori's podcast, So Good, 9021OMG. Amazing. Plus, Whitney has an incredible 
diaper line bag coming out with Jujubee. For updates on her diaper line bag, follow her on Instagram at Whitney Carson. So the first segment is people wrote in questions. So we're just gonna rapid fire, go through them. Uh, you are a new mommy, right, Whitney? Yes, I'm a new mommy. I'm three. He's three months, three and a half months. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. How are you feeling? I feel absolutely crazy. Uh, (laughs) Everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's going to get so easy. And I'm like, when is it going to get easy? Because still I'm like, no sleep. Um, I'm trying to work and like be a mom. It's insane. You guys, I don't know how you guys do it. You guys are incredible. Like Tori, you seriously, you're like an author, you're a producer, you're an act. Like, I don't know how you have five kids and you still work. Like, how busy people handle things the best. That's why moms can get so much done. Seriously. I'm like, what is the secret? But Tori, don't you think it's the hardest after the first? Because that's when like your life totally, like you're not fully ready when all of it's happening. Like you think in your head, like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I know exactly what being a mom is going to be like. And then all of a sudden it's like, whack. Nope. You had no idea. That's how I feel. I feel like I've gotten like whiplash and like, I, I seriously thought before I got pregnant, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so easy. Like I've seen my sister-in-laws do it. Like they've got it together. And then it happens to me and I'm like, this is so hard. (laughs) It's amazing, but it's. What about the fact that you had COVID when you were giving birth? Can you believe that? You had COVID when you were giving birth? Yes. So I actually, so for the whole nine months that I was pregnant, we didn't go anywhere, like Mm -hmm. literally like no restaurants, like nothing. Cause I was so worried and I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get it. And then when I went into labor, they tested me for COVID and I was positive for COVID. It was mind blowing. I was like, of course this would happen to me right now when it actually matters. Um, but luckily everybody was healthy. Everybody was safe. The baby was good. Um, but it was so scary. It was the scariest day of my life. Well, I got emotional looking at the picture of you with like your mask on, because when I had baby dove, it was a couple of weeks before everything kind of shut down. So it was, we could still have visitors and all that kind of stuff. And seeing that picture of you, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. It was hard. It was honestly a really hard birth. And I've just, kind of been struggling. I've been kind of open on it with social media. If you guys follow me, Tori, you're probably are like, I have no idea who you are. But <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I know who you are. I'm a big fan. So I'd be honored. I can not expect you to know who I am. So don't worry. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me. I actually watched your reality show um, growing up. So really? yes, I totally know who you are. Well, I know you're too young to know 90210. So okay, reality makes sense. Yes, okay. <laughs> But my mom is obsessed, so I've heard it really great. <laughs> all about it. <laughs> go, go, go. Oh, oh, my gosh. But I definitely feel older now that I have a kid. I'm like, I'm 27 now? 27, yeah. I'll turn 28 in October. But anyway, uh, it was I'm just about kind to of be 40 a- in a couple of weeks, guys. Not a couple oh, of weeks, July, but it feels so like so young. Day. I'm going to be 48 in literally in a couple of weeks. Like, well, you don't look not okay. incredible. <laughs> You look amazing. Um, but yeah, the birth was just kind of a crazy experience. I just, I wanted that like normal vaginal delivery so bad. And just with complications and his heart rate was too high and I pushed for so long 
And they were just like, we're gonna have to do an emergency C-section. So they rushed me in and cut me open. And I don't know if you guys had C-sections, but no. it's gnarly. It's, Tori, you have, have you had it for all your kids? All five C-sections? All five. It was the same experience that you're talking about with my first. Pushed yeah. for hours, 17 hours in labor. And oh. then just his heart rate. So emergency. I think it's almost better that way. I was devastated that I didn't get to do it vaginally. But um, if I had had time to think about a C-section, it would have sent me over the edge. So the fact that they were like, we're going now. I was like, what? And then it's just too late. You're in there. Go. Yeah. And then you have the baby. Um, so did you do a V-back for your second or no, you didn't? No. And I, I don't be- really believe in regrets, but that is one of my regrets that my doctor was like, you didn't dilate fully. Like you, you only hit a certain point. It's not going to happen the second time, but I wish I would have tried because if it had worked, then I could have had all mine, you know, vaginally. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, Cause I'm trying to debate. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through all of that again. <laughs> I mean, the pushing honestly was the worst part just because there was no progression at all. Like I would just push, 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 push. And like his head would just not come out. And the doctor said my pelvis was shaped weird. Like, have you guys ever heard that? They said the same thing about mine, but what it caused an issue for me was actually getting pregnant because my pelvis was tilted. So it was very hard for me to get pregnant naturally was my first two. I don't know how I miraculously got pregnant at 38 with nothing after IVF and insemination with the other, but they said that my pel- my pelvis was tilted and that's why it like wasn't going up and over. Yeah, okay, so weird. But anyway, so that's what happened to me and C-section and I feel like I've mourned like that natural delivery for so long, but I finally come to terms with like, you know what? Everybody who gives birth, no matter what it is, is a hero to me because it is freaking hard and it's amazing. So I'm like, finally, like come to terms with it, (laughs) but. And I mean, bright side, you're not going to pee your pants. That's, I mean, true. I had, I can't jump on a trampoline. I can't (laughs) break it to you guys. I've had five C-sections. That's not true. (laughs) Are really? you serious? No, it still happens. So I, there's no perks. No, I mean, it's not crazy. I, you know, I have friends that definitely like it happens to them more, but I think just as you get older, naturally things are not working the way they used to. Not working the way. I definitely feel that still. Like I'll, I'll work out sometimes and I'll be like, I am exhausted. Like my hips are totally jacked up. Like this baby put me through the ringer for sure I don't know how I'm going to go back to dancing that's going to be a whole other well you're you just had a bit it just takes time and the first one it really you're just you got to like just give yourself grace and know that you're going to like come to but also know like you're in it with so many other moms even if I like that now more moms are talking about all the things that they go through because I feel like back 10 years ago even that wasn't happening like people weren't being right. vocal on social media. People weren't talking the good, the bad, and the ugly of, you know, childbirth or how you feel afterwards. Yes. I like for me, when I see other moms struggling, like it's kind of like, a, oh, good. So everybody's going through this. Alone. Yeah. Not alone. So right. it's really important to, especially for me to be honest and open about it because I'm like, that has helped me so much when other people do that. So Hopefully, hopefully other people can relate and we can all just come together and be strong. (laughs) So the next thing that they asked, which now we already know the answer is, did you guys get the husband stitch? Which 
I got with the first and then they said I didn't need it afterwards, which I was like, that's even worse. Like the husband's, what do they mean? You don't need it. Like I was already prepared. Like there was no need, like there was no ripping. Oh, there was no ripping. I was like, I don't know what's worse. I feel like it's better that you get the stitch and know that you had some issues down there than not. Oh my gosh. Well, I have no idea. I mean, I was dilated to a 10. Um, so I didn't have obviously any ripping or anything. And it just kind of went back. The husband stitch, they mean like sex, right? They say they, they call it the husband stitch because it's supposed to make it like, better afterwards. Oh, but I, they, my doctor wasn't saying to me, like, do you want the husband stitch? He just stitched oh. me. But like, then, you know, you realize afterwards, you're like, ow, this is really painful. And what, so what else is going on down there? And then they fill you in. That's oh. at least. But I heard now it's a thing that the doctors are like, hey, bro, like wink, wink to the husband. Like, I'm just going to do it anyway, whether there's ripping or not. It's like instant badge rejuvenation. Like, is that true? Like, I don't know. Never I, I, who knows? It may be my doctor came in. He had like a baseball cap on. He's like, what's up, party people? I'm like, I'm like 10 centimeters dilated. Can we like get this show on the road? Like, I hate to bother you. What, what would you guys say was your number one hospital bag necessity? Oh, hospital bag necessity. I loved having my own shampoo and conditioner and like my own soap because I felt like after I had the surgery, I was just like not myself at all. So just to have a piece of something at home was like so key for me. So I, I would say like my shampoo and conditioner, like to like Wash smell. Your hair in the hospital? Oh. I'm so impressed. I know. I was like, what? She's in her 20s. <laughs> I had to, I was a complete disaster. I was like sweating. Like my hair is just like all over the place. So I had to, uh, there was like blood. I don't know where I was vomiting. No, ma'am, not me. Eddie and I have the same hairstylist. We would have been like, Laura. <laughs> Laura, can you come over? Because I mean, I, I couldn't even be bothered to wash my hair today, let alone right after. I, <laughs> I know. But oh. mine was a long phone cord because I like to like have music or things. And the first time around I had the little tiny phone cord and I was like trying to like use it while I was plugged in but I liked having it so I could like have my music near me like I had a playlist for the last one like I learned things throughout and also like comfy uh like a comfy robe because I didn't like the hospital gown yep yep yeah I just used the hospital gown I didn't even really care I did bring a ton of that though and and the cord is key that was very key for me because I was like texting everybody and Instagramming (laughs) So it was, it was good to have that right there next to you. I actually designed my own hospital gowns, but hold on oh. for the first four. And then the fifth one, I just used one of the old ones. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. Oh my gosh. But it was like the fabric so scratchy. And I was like, I want to look cute. And I just felt like they weren't cute. And there were some out there, but they weren't great. So I went and picked a fabric and just had it made. With all the right snaps, my doctor approved it. It was hospital grade, like whatever. I love you. You couldn't find one, so you just designed it. <laughs> She's like, I'll just make my own. I need to make my own. Thanks, I though. I just soak myself, but you know. <laughs> I not love that it. Crafty. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age. But it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time. And the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. 
I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Another big thing that everybody's asking is, what is like the one thing you did to try to make yourself feel like sexy after having a baby? Like feel good, feel comfy in your own skin. Like I remember right after, like when you're sent home the first time in those mesh underwear, that's not underwear, it's like a pamper. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I wasn't, that wasn't even on my mind for weeks. No, yeah. Like it wasn't, I was not nowhere near rushing into it, nowhere thinking about feeling sexy. I was mainly like worried about my milk coming in. What about you guys? Oh, for sure. I, I literally was like, I don't even know who I am. Like I looked in the mirror and I was like, this is so different than what I'm used to. And I just kind of like broke down crying if we're going to be real for a minute. And I definitely, I was not thinking about being sexy at all. I was worried about nursing like you, Teddy, and just like all, like keeping this kid alive. Like literally, I just didn't, I didn't know the first thing. I mean, you slowly start to figure it out, but I was just mostly just so scared. So I didn't even have that in my mind but I think when I started getting a little bit more comfortable and I started like seeing my body change a little bit more and I kind of had like a better grip on things um I just had like a piece of lingerie and I feel like that kind of helped me just to be like oh I still fit in these okay I feel a little bit sexier wow first baby you're so lucky (sighs) I definitely didn't fit in anything nothing Mm -mm. for the first that Those was mesh underwear though you just gave me like such oh, fond memories I I I took home so when I got to my fifth I loved those mesh underwear so much that I actually asked them at the hospital for a stack more than I needed to take home and I cried I think when the last one was gone like far beyond needing them I just thought they were so cozy and mm-hmm. I don't know I fully agree with you. I thought they were really cozy. They're really comfy. And then now they have these like Frida ice packs you can also put in. I was, I was like, oh, I got they, those. they were amazing. Oh. Amazing. I, I mean, and then you, they have like, even like a little sticky strip where you just unstick it and you put it right in the mesh. Yeah. You, it, it's like those hot packs you use when, with skiing, except it's yeah. like ice pack to go. It's an ice pack badge cover. Since I had my last baby. Oh my gosh. I missed out. But I always thought there was a way to transition those mesh underwear to like cute ones that we would wear, but I don't know. Make it fashion. Oh, yeah. I would definitely buy that. <laughs> I mean, I definitely was not feeling sexy after any of mine, except uh, you know, especially with a C-section, they say to wait six weeks before you have sex again. And mm-hmm. my third and fourth are only 10 months apart. Ooh, hey, I just did the math. I'm not that yeah. I'm not that bright when it comes to math, but I just got it. I'm terrible. So that means four weeks, four weeks, right? It was the first time, the first time. And I was like, you know, I feel like each time my husband was like, uh, can we have sex now? I was like, first one, I'm like, with the second one, I'm like, no, we have to wait six weeks. Something's going to happen bad. Then as you have more kids, you're like, I guess it'll be okay. Yeah. The first time after we had sex, after the third baby got pregnant with the fourth. Oh my gosh. So were you, when you found out that you were pregnant 10 months after, were you like so excited or were you devastated? I found I was pregnant. She was a month. And I was like, that's, this can't be true. 
I went to the hospital for a migraine. I had a really bad migraine, went to the hospital and they said, well, we have to check your urine before we can treat you with medication. And I said, oh, don't worry. I have a newborn. Like I'm breastfeeding, I'm a newborn. And yeah. they said, it's protocol. They did it and they came in. It was like a soap opera, like, you know, you know, excuse me, misspelling. Uh, we'd like to inform you you're pregnant. I'm like, that's not possible. Uh, and they're like, well, we could take a blood test. And I was like, please do so. And they were like, uh, you're pregnant. Yeah. I would die. So your baby was a month old. She was a month old. I would die. Oh my God. So you, in other words, be wow. careful, Whitney. It could oh, happen. It totally can happen. And you think it can't happen. I mean, you, yeah, you don't really do the math. You're like, uh, it probably won't happen. Yeah. What is the likelihood? Exactly. Well, it took us like five months to get pregnant. And so I didn't even worry about that at all. So luckily I'm not pregnant because that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> that story. Um, yes. So definitely for the second one, I will be for sure to get some protection, but I already have my IUD and six weeks after I was like, boom, done. Well, then you, then you're, you're probably you're pretty covered then you're pretty good. Well, Tori, since you have older kids, have your kids ever walked in? What do you do? We're not there yet. We like have to do closet time or like random yeah. times and locations because I'm like panicked about that conversation. <laughs> okay. So I guess my question for you guys then would be, I'm going to reverse it. Like at what age do you still do it in the room with them there and think it's okay? Oh, oh. I, I don't know. I feel weird still. Like we'll go really? to a different And he's really? just, he's three months old. So obviously it's fine, but I don't know why for me, I have to go in a different room. I don't know. I, I was okay while Dove was in the snoo because yeah. like, she's like a little burrito in there. Zipped it. They didn't have a snoo probably when you had your last one either, Tori. Nope. But like, the, I was like, she is such a little burrito over there. She has no idea what's going on over here. But then the second she like got to the point where like she wasn't swaddled anymore. I was like, no, nope, can't. She could be up can't. and looking. <laughs> I think she would even know. Yeah. I think it was to the point with our first that, you know, when he was like getting up and he, we turned around at one point and he was holding onto the railing and he was like jumping and looking at us. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> up from his nap. I mean, and he was like under, he was like a year, you know, but yeah. Well, it's even crazy now that like my daughter will come home and talk about crushes at school or like my son was like, you know, this guy's, this guy's giving me a hard time and calling me chicken butt and like these, you know, all these different things. So you're just watching your kids. Like, so as they start to get older, you watch them like start to go through these emotions and you want them to always share everything with you. But then sometimes you're like the advice you want to give when I, he was telling me that somebody was calling him chicken butt. I was like, well, then t you need to go up. And then I was like, take a breath. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, like how, how did you handle that kind of stuff, Tori? Cause your kids are a little bit older than mine. I mean, when they say you don't get a manual, they mean you don't get a manual and then you never get the books throughout the whole like journey. Like it just keeps evolving and there's new things that come up. You're like, wait, I'm not prepared to deal with this. And then you think like, how did my parents handle it? And then it's like, no, that kind of, that was a whole different generation. It's really difficult. It's hard. And I feel all the time I say, I am not I always say to myself, I'm not prepared to talk about this. And I'm like, I'm not an expert on this, but I do my best of going between the fine line of being a parent and a friend. 
Because I still feel like at that age where I'm like, I want to talk to my, my daughter is almost 13. And sometimes I feel like I'm talking to her like a friend and I have to check myself and be like, okay, you're still her parent, reel it back. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard. And I never know what to say. Cause oh, yeah. I don't like, for me, I was always, you know, I didn't have a voice. I was very like, I, I wouldn't stand up for myself, but I want my kids to stand up for themselves. So I can't go by what I did. I have to kind of reassess the situation of how I think they should handle it. How do you think you transitioned to having a voice now? How do you think you were able to grow and create that confidence in yourself? It's taken a long time. Um, and I, I think honestly, it has a lot to do with kind of my public persona. I think I was so much, I grew up on TV and, you know, back in the nineties people, you didn't have an outside persona. Like people knew what they saw you in interviews where you're media trained to say just this and that's it. Um, and what they see on screen and what they kind of envision your life to be and the perception they have. So, you know, when we started having social media and I started doing reality TV, start writing my books, I was able to have a voice because I was always like, I think people would like me if they knew me rather than making up in their heads what I am based on television or based who my dad is. Um, so I think that's what gave me a voice, honestly, which is different advice than I give my kids, obviously, but yeah. So how did you, how do you, how are your kids like dealing with this spotlight? Because obviously you grew up in the spotlight, but how, how is it for them? Like having a mom so famous? I've always wondered that about celebrities and how they kind of deal with that attention. They were, I mean, Teddy knows this too. I mean, they were born into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, that's all they really know, but they all to compare it to. Yeah. Right, right. They also have an opinion. Like they definitely, you know, they're, they understand like when we're out and there's fans, um, you know, well, before the pandemic that, you know, I would sign autographs and I always hug my fans and, and they get that, but then they're also kids. So there were moments they'd be like, mom, you know, we're at Disneyland. We just want to go on the rides or, you know, we just want to keep shopping. We're, you know, we're out getting school clothes. Like, so they go back and forth, but they handle it graciously and they say, hello, they get recognized too. Like my, my 14 year old people come up to him and they're like monkey. And he's like, mom, cause that's what on reality TV, when he was born, I called him monkey and they recognize him from a baby and they're like monkey. And he's like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> well, that's good. They can kind of laugh it off and, and kind of yeah. ask me. With social media, I mean, now I've taught them. I'm like, you know what? You have to develop thick skin. There's always going to be the haters, the trolls out there. There's nothing we can do about it. And they're like, you know, that really sucks, mom. But now they go through like when I've been putting up videos lately and they're like really positive and people are laughing at them. And then there's also the people that write horrible things about me. So my two, only with my two oldest, cause they're, he's 14. She's almost 13. We go through them and Liam's like, mom, listen to this one. He picks out like the ho- most horrible one. And he's like, can you believe that? I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That's a great oh one. Gosh, so do you no. guys clap back or do you let it be? No, no. I never, I don't know. I've had moments where I have clapped back, but I feel like it just starts. And then you have the people that say the meanest thing about you. And as soon as you answer them, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm so like, they just wanted attention. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. Like, it's so bizarre to me because have you ever commented something? Have you ever gone onto somebody's page you don't know, never met and written something mean to them? 
No, even if my worst enemy, I wouldn't do that to. No. no, no. I feel like I feel like I'm fine if people attack me. I usually laugh it off. But like lately, like when they attack the baby, that's when I'm just like, oh, no, well, they don't keep it together. <laughs> yes. I mean, I've had a few times where people are like, your your kid is like so like he always has a scowl on his face. Something's wrong with him. You need to go to bed. No. Oh my god. And I'm like, okay, I'm so, I'm trying to hold in my mama bear so hard, but it is, it's difficult when they go after your kids. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm learning to laugh it off, but it's, it's hard. It's hard because social media gives people a voice to say whatever it is they want, which can also, which we saw like kind of play out in the press this week with Demi Lovato, like talking about the big chill and all these things back and forth. Then it plays out publicly though. So even, so no matter what the situation is, when it comes to, if you're in the public eye and you have an opinion and you're putting it out there, nine times out of 10, it's going to backfire. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I, I just think it's so, social media can be so damaging because then you 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 say something you make a mistake you do the wrong thing and then you know your choice is to apologize or to not and then you just you're you're kind of going down some sort of spiral and then people have more of a reason to kind of come for you yeah you have to be really careful what you put out there but that's just kind of it like if you want to share your life with everybody you've got to know that that negative backlash can happen and good backlash can happen I always tell myself I'm like you could be like so sweet, like a peach, but there's going to be people who don't like peaches and that you're just going to be <laughs> fine with that. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Like, like a peach. <laughs> now it's like, it's on the other way. Like, I feel like no matter what you do or say, someone will find something about it that's wrong. Like, I understand being PC. Of course, we all want to be PC, but it's gone the other direction about things I don't know. Like it could be anything. I'm trying to look around for anything I have on my desk. Cause you could say something about that. I'd be like, why do you have that? You can't have that. And I've had that so much with kind of mom shaming too. Like I'll be, I'll be like having Leo sleep, like in his little, I don't know if you guys know what a docketot is, but it's just like, and he'll just be napping like on my bed. And then he's supervised and everyone's like, um, you're not supposed to do that. That's really unsafe. And actually he could get sits and die. And I'm like, okay, he's super, like, there's just so much that like people have to say something about. It's crazy. I think it's just because they're lonely and they're looking for some sort of rise out of somebody or some sort of communication. And, you know, it drives me crazy too, especially when it comes to, to my kids, like they'll say it about Dove often about like her, her doc band, which is her helmet. She's already had neurosurgery anybody that's followed me for a long enough time, like knows the whole situation, but then you've got the people like, what do you, what did you do to your kid that she has to wear this helmet and how much longer? And you're just like, you know, like, and then you want to clap back, but then you're like, then you know that that will be the post that they look at the most. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost better just not to give any attention to the negativity. All right. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting told that I need to fire through more of the questions. All right. All right. Sorry. We're just all talking right. too much. <laughs> um, how, all right. When was the last time you went to the toilet alone? 14 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Between kids and dogs, I never go to the toilet alone. 
All right. Oh, and then, yeah. And then final one before we take our break is, do you guys have the same parenting style as your, as your person? Like as your husband? Yeah, I would say pretty close. <laughs> Tori, you're shaking your head. I don't either. But do you know yet? You, you might not know. know. No, sister. <laughs> you haven't gotten to the disciplinary aspect. No. So like I'm exactly. the disciplinarian and my husband's like Disneyland dad. That is shocking. <laughs> That's shocking, Teddy. Really shocking. And I'm the opposite, which isn't going to shock Teddy. I'm the Disneyland mom and not the Disneyland. Can't follow rules, not organized. Yeah. It's, you couldn't find more polar opposites, Tori and I, but also like love her so much. She's so much fun. It's oh. the best heart. But I need people like you because I am the way that I am. Yeah. Oh my That's gosh. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and chat more. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hi, it's Tamara Judge, co-owner of Vena CBD, where our mission is your health and wellness. At Vena, we understand life's daily challenges, and that's why we offer a range of CBD products designed to help you find balance and feel your best. Whether you're struggling with stress, sleep, or just looking for a daily wellness boost, we've got you covered. If you struggle getting a good night's sleep like me, listen up. I started sleeping better right away when I started taking Lights Out Sleep Gummies before bed. Our best sellers, like the Cloud9 Mood Enhancing Gummy and our Lights Out Sleep Gummy, are made with the highest quality of ingredients, grown right here in the USA, ensuring that you get all the benefits without any compromise. And we stand by our products. Not only are they third-party tested for quality, but we also offer a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Experience the difference with Vena CBD and take the first step towards a more balanced you. Visit venacbd.com 
today and explore our range of products. And for our podcast listeners, enjoy an exclusive discount on your first order. Just use the code TEAPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D, at checkout for buy one, get one free. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Okay, guys, welcome back to Teddy Teapot. You don't want to miss this because we're dishing all things mom with Tori and Whitney, and I'm so grateful. Um, I was just reading this article, you guys. Katy Perry recently admitted she quit shaving her legs since becoming a mom. And she like even put her leg up on American Idol and you could like see the hair on her legs. What are things that have shifted with you guys? I feel like everything. Like, I feel like I really pampered myself like my morning routine was like you know I'm gonna shower and exfoliate and moisturize and um do a hair mask and a face like just all of this pamper and now I'm just like oh I need to hurry get it the baby's screaming and I'm just like a mess so I feel like any sort of grooming in general it's kind of overall grooming Yes, it's, I literally this is my hairstyle every day. Just a pony. You look great, by the I way. I know you're. You look like, like a dream. Your every day, keep it. Oh my um, gosh, I love you. You're so nice. I have the same answer, but mine was more like external. Like I would go out and get like manicures and pedicures every week. I would get my eyebrows done. Um, I would get waxing down there. I haven't done that since. Yeah. I was like, forget it. I'll shave every once in a blue moon, you know, like that hurts more. I swear. As I get older, I think waxing hurts more. I'm like, I don't have, that is really too painful for me. Laser is what it's all about. Laser. I know. I need to get around to doing that. I need to too. It's, I haven't really done it yet, but I heard it's amazing. And then did any of you guys have like postpartum or anxiety or anything like that after having the babies? I did not. You didn't? Did you? I, go ahead. I did a little bit. I feel like I w- am not an anxious person by nature. Like I feel like I'm pretty easygoing and, and I kind of just live in the moment. And my husband is kind of the OCD, like anxiety, like warrior. And so every time, you know, he'd go through these like phases, I would just be like, it's fine. Like, just don't worry about it. Like not really understanding. And then after I had Leo, I was like, okay, I understand your anxiety now because I have it. Like, I feel like I just would wake up in the middle of the night and just touch him and make sure he's breathing. 
Like, I feel like I had that sort of anxiety of like, okay, I need to keep you alive kind of thing. So I don't know if it was like full on postpartum anxiety or depression, but it definitely was some sort of anxiety that I've never had before. Yeah. I had it pretty bad after, after my first, and then even after my second. And that's when I had to like completely like switch my life around and do a complete transition, like where I had to like take action every day and do the steps and follow the things that, that work for me. But it's anxiety is something that it's been with me forever, you know, and it's just exacerbated by whatever is going on. You know, like if one of my kids is sick or if something's, you know, then all of a sudden it's like this adjustment anxiety where I, I'm not, it's like, I'm not prepared for it. And then I go back to like some of my old ritualistic type things, like making lists and like just all of those things. And I'm like, why? Like the amount, if you guys saw my paper calendar right now, the level it's like between my eye twitch and the paper calendar, like. <laughs> yeah, so how do you deal with that anxiety? Is that what you do? You just write it all down and you make a plan? So for me, it's like, I, ha I have to do some sort of like exercise, even if it's just being outside, going on a walk, like I have to move. I have to like get vitamin D. Um, I pray, I do devotionals, I do journals, I do, all, pretty much all of the things you can potentially do. And some days it's just still there. Yeah. Cause I feel like with anxiety, all you want to do is just like close off and you just want to watch a movie and not do any of it. Yeah. Like me, so I'm like, I just want to like sit here and just like think about it until I go crazy. And then so I do that's the same thing. You do. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm like a hermit crap and I just like, but it's still in your head and you can't get it out. And it's just there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just running through your mind and you think if you keep thinking about it, it'll solve itself, but it like never does. But the one thing that I did kind of learn as the kids got older is whenever I am struggling, it's always best for me to be straightforward with my kids and just kind of like, Hey, like mommy's not having the world's best day. I just want you to know it has nothing to do with you. I love you so much. I'm a little anxious today. I don't know why I have a bunch of meetings or what, whatever it may be that's, you know, creating or maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just, you know, because yeah. it's what's going on inside of me. But I, I just feel like, you know, if you tell them, then they're, they at least feel like, okay. Um, I know a problem when my four-year-old literally like he did something and he like got it frustrated and he's like, my life from me. Oh, oh. when I'm like frustrated or anxious, like, I think I just like, will be like, and, and then I'm like, oh, it's such, you know, I'm just saying it. Cause that's like the topical word FML my life. Like, yeah. I don't really mean it. Like, you know, we have a great life. I'm so grateful for everything. It's such a small thing that I'm probably anxious over, but I say it out loud. I was like, I got to curb that because now he thinks that's like, when he's something's frustrating, he says my life. And I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> you're like, nope. Oh. Could happen to anybody. You know what? He would have heard it from somebody else. I mean, in the it's in the true. End. it's true. Okay, so final final question: What's the one thing you wish you told yourself before having kids? Oh, mm. wear a midriff top one last time. <laughs> wear your booty shorts before you get into this. Oh my God, would have I? I would have worn like a thong bikini and like gone to the beach and be like, "Look at me." <laughs> oh my gosh I love you that's amazing I don't know I would just tell myself to 
just know that it's going to be harder than you think, but it's also going to be better than you think. And you're going to have a lot of ups and downs and just roll with the punches and don't worry about stressing about naps or anything that doesn't really matter and just like enjoy it. Just try and enjoy it. I feel like I tried to plan every single thing so exact and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put him to sleep at this time and feed at this time. And it just like didn't even work. And so that ended up making me more stressed. Mm-hmm. So I think I would just tell myself, just let it all go, have fun, enjoy it because, you know, they're going to grow up so fast. Like, I can't believe how fast he's grown in three months. I know. I like was just getting rid of his newborn clothes and I was like bawling my eyes out. It was so sad. <laughs> I, I think for mine, it would be travel and do as much as you can before you have kids because you will never be on a, that type of vacation ever again. That yeah. is true. You will never, all of a sudden your baby will be sleeping in the bathroom in a pack and play. And you'll be like trying to figure out where you're going to go potty in the middle of the night because you don't want to wake them up. Vacations <laughs> will tra- will change forever once you have kids. So do what you can after all of this craziness ends in the world. Um, oh. Because you, traveling with kids, it's fun, oh. but it's a, a next level. It's, it's work. Yes. We've done a few trips already and I'm like, wow, yeah. this is, I'm never going on a trip again. Like grandma's going to have to watch you. <laughs> you come back from your vacation needing a vacation. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. That is so accurate. All right, Tori, will you tell me a little bit about your podcast? Yes. My podcast is 9021 OMG with my best friend, Jenny Garth. And we do a rewatch of 90210. We started at season one, uh, just wrapped our first season, headed into our second season. And then obviously we've been best friends for 30 years. So we get a little girlfriend stories in there and go off on wild tangents like we did today. (laughs) Do you have a favorite episode, 90210 episode ever? Oh my gosh. I guess I should technically say the one where it's Donna Martin graduates because that's what fans (laughs) say to me the most. Um, But for me, it was anytime I got to do comedy because it was a teen drama primarily. And then I felt like I was kind of like, I want to do comedy, which, you know, they allowed me to do, which was great. So it was probably like spring dance or Halloween when I wore a mermaid costume. I couldn't walk in whenever I (laughs) do like funny stuff. I loved it. Oh, oh, I love it. I can't wait to watch. I need to go back and watch all 90210 now that I have met you, Tori, and and I'm so excited to listen to your podcast. It's going to be fun. Well, you're going to love it. You are going to love it. Uh, Whitney, tell us a little bit about your diaper bag line. Oh, I'm so excited. So I've got three different bags in my diaper bag line. It's actually with Jujubee. And I just felt like I needed something organized because I feel like with all my other diaper bags, I was the kid was screaming and I just was rummaging through stuff and couldn't find anything. So we designed something that is super organized, but also like aesthetically so beautiful. And it's like a nice brown, it's called Spice. Um, But I'm really, really excited about it. And I I know any mom that tries it is gonna love it. So we're Perfect timing now that everybody's starting to go out and do stuff. So they're gonna need that bag. Juju is so amazing. Well, um, I can't wait to try one because I feel like diaper bags, like if you have a good one, it transitions to the rest of your life. Exactly. And we've actually traveled with it too. And I'm like, there's a pocket for literally everything. Like it makes your life so much easier. So I can't wait for you guys to try it. It's going to be awesome. 
pageant. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. We could go on for hours and talk all different topics, I know, but we're going to have to wrap it up. But uh, thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and thanks, you guys, for joining me. Thank yes, you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Staying consistent is hard, but it's important if you want to see results. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies right now, and they're one of the only brands that are committed to your health. They only use the cleanest and purest ingredients in their formulas. No seed oils, no preservatives, or toxins. Let me walk you through my morning routine. I wake up, make my coffee, and then make sure to fill my water with Symbiotica Pure Hydration before my early morning workout. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and I've loved every supplement I've tried so far. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code POD for 15% off your subscription order. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.